0: with AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotorflex by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch.
1: Yes, beautiful Wednesday, SDN 1170. We say hello to you in Sydney, 693 in Brisbane, 1620 the Gold Coast. Those on the app, those on the podcast, welcome aboard the bandwagon. We're looking forward to this. Maybe not a bandwagon. You need to be winning to be part of a bandwagon. But anyway, nonetheless, welcome aboard. one three hundred o one eleven seventy one 1170 is the way to have your say. Now for our New Zealand audience... Double eight, double three. We've got Kersey the Beaver joining us just after four o'clock. We look forward to that. Corey Parker as the rugby league season looms. He's going to be talking all things super coach, who you should have in your team, who you shouldn't have in your team. Shorty, I'm Rob from Sportsbet, but I'll tell you who you should have in your team. Anytime you can have two Nathans, Nathan plural, you're absolutely airborne. El Capitano of the program is a bloke called Brooks and he's uh, standing to my left. Uh, hello. Or maybe uh, people like to say to your, right to your radio right dial. Right to the
2: radio dial. Good afternoon, Shug listeners. I'm a bit dusty from a, a nice Valentine's yeah. Day night evening session. Wow, talk us through it. Went to a Japanese restaurant in the Rocks here Sarky. in Sydney. Yeah. Saki. Yeah. yeah. it was good. And then ended up at the local pub for a couple of uh, <laughs> nightcaps.
1: What time did you get gonna- home?
2: About quarter to
1: 12. What time did you fall asleep?
2: Uh,
3: we'll shortly after. We were watching, we were watching <laughs> maths and fell
1: asleep. <laughs> oh, did you now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, our man, Gibbo. How are you, young fella?
3: Yeah. Oh, look, I'm pretty tired as well. Are it was you? a big night last night. Obviously, Valentine's Day. Yeah. You put on a wrong com, and you know how it goes, Joel. Yeah, but I do. yeah, it was a good night. Maybe 2024, 20, Valentine's Day, I'll be going home.
1: Not alone. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Good luck with that, Kibbo. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dreams are free, as I like to say. Now, uh, usually, usually the bear of the head variety, he's normally to my right, to left on your radio dial. However, the interchange card has come up, and the big captain here, Brooke, says, nah, mate, you need a spell. Uh, we're going to bring in the heavy artillery, a bloke called Andrew Barnett, a.k.a. Barney. Hello, Barney. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm excellent. Oh, yeah? I'm
4: just excited to be here. Uh, looking for a good early touch, just, yep. you know, just doing the basics. I've been, I've been training at home, yep. uh, preparing for this. Just make the missus ask me a few questions. I say, welcome me to the show. And she's <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh. it's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just, just welcome me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got to practice this. The kids are sick of it. Yeah. Um, I've got to do phoneers with them most oh, afternoons. You know, <laughs> talk about this. Well, how was your school day? Yeah. You know, what, what do you think you could do differently tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. You know, was it, Different before or after lunch, you know yeah, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so no, it's not. It's nice to be doing it for real instead of practicing.
1: Okay, so w- we're going to get today, you, uh, Mister Barney, and uh, <laughs> you've already shown you've got kids. You're married. Yep. Valentine's Day last night. What did you come up with,
4: mate? Uh, I cooked a. Uh, you know what I did? I cooked stuffed capsicums on the uh, on the smoker. Really? What yeah. do you stuff a capsicum with? Uh, so this was sort of. It's almost like a savoury mince type. Uh, Dealer, yeah, yeah, do so a bit of feta a bit mm. of uh you get a little bit of chorizo in there oh, yeah. just yeah it real you good the, you got
1: the right replacement a foodie with a foodie yeah, yeah mate, life this is life. good yeah.
4: And, and so I, uh, yeah yeah do them in the smoker did them sort Sm- of a smoker about, yeah, yeah, yeah. The smoker. love the smoker yeah. and uh and yeah did them matched it with a bottle of uh bottle of champagne um and just uh watched uh we watched uh, what well, 1923 Oh. So, yeah, I was saying, I text Brooksy, he asked me what I'd done. I said, mate, perfect married blokes, uh, Valentine's Day. And I got the missus a card that um, sings a Rick Astley song that doesn't stop. So <laughs> oh, right.
1: So what happens there? So you open the card. You open the card. Right. So what
4: you do is you when you sign it, you you close it, you pull this little tab out of the back, you open the card, and it, it starts singing, yeah. and then you close the card, and it just keeps singing. <laughs> does it does it, uh, it hasn't stopped. And if to, the only way to stop it's to destroy the mechanism. Oh, which, right. Um, my wife wants to keep the card, so she's hoping the battery dies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if this bloke gives a really bad tip today, I'm going to start to think, is it really not Brian Fletcher? A lot of similarities. Man. Now, I'm going to test this man out because he, he's a professional. We like doing when it comes to this show. And about, uh, speaking of destroying mechanism,
0: there is uh, a lot of Queensland <laughs> listeners
1: who are texting me about a particular mechanism that may need mm. destroying listening to Sports Day during the week, and I was inundated, absolutely inundated with people talking about a particular segment, a brand-new segment by Boogie and Woogie, and uh, Jason Matthews come up with this, and and you being the expert comedian Mm -hmm. with such a deep background, which we're going to get into, I need you to, Gus Gould-like, break down this play-by-play. Here's the intro.
3: It's time for the laugh with Jason Matthews. (laughs) I can't believe I just wandered in. I...
2: He's coming right in. He's gonna do a set after me. <laughs> the stage is yours, Jase.
1: There
3: you go.
1: <laughs> okay, right. So people just love this. Anyway, true okay. story. Let's start off. With... Calm down, Ooh. Jace.
4: Thoughts? Okay. Um, there's a few rules in comedy. First off, <laughs> uh, you can't be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's don't look. At it. It's a good, good, good stinger. But yeah. <laughs> um, it did make me think. Good did make me think maybe we're flicking channels. Like yeah, if you if you're in the car, you'd be looking at Where's the radio changing on its own? Like what's going on here? Um
1: but yeah, so you, that's the first rule don't be confusing. Okay, well let's go back to that. Can we go back to that, Gibbo? Do you mind if no, can we go back to the to that again? Now that we know that we shouldn't be confusing. Uh back to you, Woogie. There you go. <laughs> The people just
3: love this. Anyway, true story. Let's start off on a positive note. Okay. All right? First laugh. Yeah, yeah first laugh. True story, this. My wife uh, asked me to stop singing. Yeah, great. Firstly,
0: I, no, you can't read no. it off
3: your phone. You've got to just
0: let it flow. Why, why do you do that? You read from a screen every night. I don't read from a
4: screen. Mine is just in my mental <laughs> it's Rolodex. A yeah. Anyway, my wife asked me. We were in the
3: car yesterday. and yeah. um, That Oasis song, my favourite song, Wonder War, came on the radio. And yeah. she said, can you stop singing that? And I said to her, Maybe. Maybe you're going to be the one. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. I'm glad you start with the show with that, actually, because it can only improve. <laughs> okay, on,
1: so like if it. we freeze it right there, Barney. Wow. Yeah, okay.
4: Um, all right, let's revisit the confusing line. Um, yeah, okay. Couple of things. First off, he's getting <laughs> heckled from the start, yeah, right? Yeah. Which it's it happens in comedy sometimes. You you're there and you, you do have. It's usually the same bloke, right? Um, it's always the bloke who's sitting there. He's sometimes a bit drunk, but he's always thinking the same thing. He's like, oh, I know that I'm a dickhead. Yeah. How do I let everyone else know? And then <laughs> yeah. they just sh- shout stuff out. Yeah. At um at the comedians, and that's what's happened. He's been heckled right off the start. Um, try and stay away from the, like, true story this. As soon as you say true story, everyone's like, okay, you made this up. Um, the only other thing I'd say is punchlines have to be, um, well, you don't, you don't want to have to explain it immediately after. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So, you know, it's a good, like, it had a lot of the elements of a joke. Um... (laughs) You know what I mean? There's a setup, um, not almost a punch line. So yeah, yeah.
2: It's, a, it's
4: a punch, no line. That was probably yeah. what, where you, oh, you so missed
1: there. Barney Fletch and I are renowned, um, infamous maybe, mm. for plagiarising um, stablemate segments. We won't be. We won't be plagiarising that one. Is that fair <laughs> to say? Yeah. Look, I mean. It's, like anything, it's in the execution.
4: You know yeah. what I mean. Don't write it off yet, but you know, probably, probably just needs a little workshop.
1: <laughs> Thoughts, Gibbo?
3: I couldn't agree any more. Woogie, you know, he's out. He's old, old news. I think.
1: Oh, gone.
3: Yep, gone. he's a delay grade. Is he's he? Gone. Yep. <laughs> oh, he sent me out of Warwick Farm, but that's a story for another time. So. <laughs> okay, okay, let's
1: get back onto you. Let's get the spotlight. Let's swivel it back to you, Andrew Barnett, and. and We won't go necessarily in order of your life, but Mm. we spoke about comedy, and you are a comedian. Can you take me back to the very first time you had an opportunity to be a stand-up comedian in a live audience? I couldn't imagine anything worse than that environment. Oh,
4: mate. So I
1: I thought I was going to do it just as a bit of a
4: bucket list thing. Um, was my first sort of instinct. Um, and I, so it was at a place at the, you know, the friend in hand pub. At yes, sleep. I do. So I used to run a night on every Thursday night It was called the mic in hand. And it was, it was, uh, um, in Sydney comedy scene, it was sort of a bit, a bit iconic. And, uh, so I'd sort of decided I was going to try and do it. So I had a friendly bet with a mate of mine that I'd do it by the end of, uh, I think it was by the end of the year, I'm going to do it. Wow! And then, um. So we we started going along, just sort of check it out, watch it. So we go along, and then I finally send this send the guy that ran it an email, just saying, I don't know if you ever have newbies, but I, I'd love to give it a go, brand new. And he sent back, mate, we love you know having first timers have yeah. a go. So he gave me a date, and it was the nineteenth of November, two thousand and nine. Wow! And uh, I went down, and I was with my, there was two mates that knew I was going to try it, and um one of them is uh is a He's a bloke who'd had another friend try it before and it didn't go well. So he he pulls me aside, mad comedy fan, but he pulls me aside and he says, listen, you've gone over your material. You've prepared well. It's all good. It's all funny. You've got jokes, mate. You're going to go up there. You're going to tell your jokes. And let's be, to be honest, it's probably not going to go very well. You're not going to get laughs. You just need to prepare yourself for the fact that they're probably not going to laugh, but just go anyway. And that was his idea of a pep talk. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was like, and as he's finishing that, they're like, all right, our next act uh, is a new bloke and Andrew Barnett. And, um, yeah, I went on stage. There were laughs. Were they? Yeah, which becomes addictive. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just sort of like I just started doing it as a bit of a hobby and then it just became more and more serious and ended up being able to, you know, sort of pay a few bills and have them look back. It's good, good way. It's better than working for a living.
1: So, so now, so you mentioned 2009. So 14 years, Andrew Barnett was speaking about Barney – Half of Barney and the Professor, or the Professor and Barney. Um, no, you had it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this, right? At what point do you have the thick skin where you just don't give a rat's? Because I imagine that would be a major part. You'd need to have that. You'd have to run at this game as though you don't give a rat's. Is that right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, you need to. like. I mean, I've. It, the, the good thing is you realise once you start doing it and you watch um, – Everyone will have a, like every comedian, no matter who they are, they, everyone bombs occasionally. Yeah. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's, you know, the the room's a weird audience or it's not set right or the conditions just aren't suitable for for comedy. Like the audience can be too Ooh. drunk or whatever it is and no one does particularly well. And that's, that gives you the confidence when you, are you know, when you watch guys that you go, this guy really knows and he's finding this hard. And then it becomes, like, for me, a bit of a puzzle. Like, you just you want to learn to solve that problem. Okay, how do I get what I want to say across to these bunch of drunks? And you know, sometimes that just means, so it literally means swearing more, so <laughs> yeah, that you're on their it? level. Yeah, right. You just drop a few, you know, few choice words in the middle of your in the middle of your jokes, and like, oh, this bike's like <laughs> us. <All right." laughs> so it it's fun. It's yeah, it's just a one of those things. But yeah, you do get to the point where you just walk away and you don't care. Like I've had, yeah, I've had like, I I think did I ta- I think I talked about this in the summer thing. I had a gig, a corporate gig, a while ago where I got home and I had a message heckling me in my direct messages on my Instagram, yeah. which meant they looked me up to heckle me. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's I mean a follower is a follower. You yeah, know? no, exactly <laughs> right. You got to have the clout.
1: Praise and blame all the it's same, says true. Brian Fletcher. Comfortable. With being uncomfortable. That's what you need to be. Comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's thanks to Premium Tees without the price tag Perla.com. Who's your favorite comedian? Oh,
4: that changes. Um I, I like Bill Burr when yeah. he's at his best. He's he's real good. Um, and I thought like I don't know, he's I don't know if you saw his last special at Red Rocks. Yes, I did. It was except like that's the most personal I've seen him get to, where he's talking about his daughter and like he actually seemed a bit vulnerable. Which is um like that's where you see guys like that that keep evolving what yes. they're doing, that that's what I, I kind of like to see that um there's a guy called Gary Goldman who's got some great stuff too that um is just I was showing my it, it's suitable for kids um whoever um I was showing my mum a bunch of clips over the uh, over uh, the Christmas break of him so if you look if you want something you can show your kids Gary Goldman or um yeah a guy like that.
1: Fantastic. Uh, what about the professor? How did you and Professor, how did that marriage form?
4: So we, I actually met him when um, when he was he was at Fox already and I was a, mate, a mutual friend of ours by the name of Ray Badron, who's uh, now kicking ass in the UK as a comedian. Was um, He used to do the warm-up for Matty Johns and then he was sort of getting busy with stand-up and um, stuff and just needed someone to fill in. And I was around Sydney quite a bit at the time. And um, so he, he said to me, I reckon you'd be good at this. Do you want to come have a go at doing the warm-up? So I started doing the warm-up. And then at that point, James was doing the first sort of year of the – well, the first year I did it, he wasn't – he was doing not the on News, but he wasn't on screen. Yes. And then he was um, – then after that, he became – he was doing it on screen. And I just started, you know, pitching joke ideas at him. And then when he got his own show, I was doing that. And he said, do you want to come – do some writing because I was throwing a bunch of joke ideas, so I started doing that. And then the next year, the it was the uh, the NRL store, and then um, then the cricket came around, and they said, "Do you guys do you want to do? You guys would you want to be on the panel with me, co-host?" And yeah, and then that was the Night Watchman. And then the year after that, we did a Late Hit.
1: So how did you find the first t- your TV debut versus a comedy debut at a club?
4: Oh, TV it was. Pretty, I I think the the thing with the TV debut, I was real nervous because I hadn't done that before, and I was sort of I'd written the script for the NRL store, and I was reading off auto cue, doing it um you know doing it there, but the the thing with that was that um I'd been doing the warm up as well when I when I used to do the <laughs> NRL so I'd do the audience warm up and then go stand over in my in my spot do my thing and go back to doing the audience warm up yeah. which meant I didn't really have too much time to get nervous or too much time to think about it. I think that was probably a good thing in the end. Because, um, yeah, otherwise you just spend all your time getting in your own head, going, I've, tried, I've got the script right, all that sort of stuff. Whereas I just didn't have time by the end of it to to
1: get too nervous. P- Peter Overton, who's an absolute gun, Channel 9, of course, he's the anchor there. He once asked me, he said, do you use, I heard you don't use an auto cue. I said, well, he said, why? I said, well, I, I, a, I'm not very good at it. I'm, I'm really, really bad at following the auto cue. And the other thing is, for what I'm doing compared to what he's doing, where he's just got to nail every single, yeah. you know, it's a serious thing. For me, I'm talking to people who are just knockabouts, you know, in a pub, and what I'm doing is less serious. Um, and the other thing is, which my dad gave me great advice, which would apply to a lot of comedians. He said, mate, he said, if you're up in life, he said, yes, people will heckle you or, or go into your inbox, as was the case with you, and, and troll you. He said, but at the end of the day, the moment they've sent that, they actually don't give a rat's ass." about you like Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey rather is a huge star mm. front page of the paper. That's all the talk, but how much of our own lives we're we actually thinking about it? We're not, we're all so consumed in our own lives. Yet so many people get so consumed about what other people think. Brooksy, you wanted to ask the great man a question. A
2: couple of questions ago, you were talking about Bill Burr and it's like, you've seen these comedians, particularly the ones that are starring, you know, and doing really good things at the moment, like Ricky Gervais, Bill Burr, uh, Mark Maron, Anthony Jeselnik have these podcasts or these shows that gives them an extra opportunity to sort of test material or just conversate for two, three. Some of these podcasts are very long. Do you find? And I know you've been you've been doing stuff with us and you've done a few podcasts. Do you find this sort of, I guess, this new age of podcast being really a, a developmental sort of new era of comedy because what? of this next like. Like is the frontier. question, do I have a podcast? I no, no, no. <laughs> well, certainly yeah, do, Brooksy. No, 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 yeah, exactly. But it's like, <laughs> do you find that now that, you know, podcasts have taken off, these guys are just gone next level because they're spending so much time behind the mic. You know, they're, they've got a few people on their shows. Bill Burr is just ranting for most of his podcasts, which is great. Yeah. yeah. But do you find that's been really good for yourself and other people that you've been working with being able to do these two hour interview podcast style things that be able to develop your routine? Yeah, the the podcasts
4: are another just way to get your sensibility out into the world, I suppose. Like you know, because you're not really all the time doing material on the podcast. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I agree. But the other thing that's seen now is like that was that almost that generation of guys that got big off podcasts. Now there's you're seeing guys come through like yeah, Mark Normans, Joe Lists. Um, those guys are getting big off clips online, yeah. so they're they're on the they're on like, um, Instagram reels TikTok, and all that TikTok, sort of stuff, that yeah. sort of stuff. And so their clips, so I was actually, I did a night down at, um, Cronulla, uh, a little while ago where it was basically me. And then they, they had another guy who were sort of more established and then it was mostly just brand newbies and I hadn't met most of them. But one thing I noticed out of that was a lot of them are writing. Like, it's like, you realize when you, when you start comedy, like anything, you, you wear your influences on your sleeve. Like yeah. you, you can see what, people are interested, what got them interested in doing comedy. And you could see the way these guys were writing there. Everything was in 15 second chunks. And I'm like, oh, you've watched this. You're on TikTok. That's where you've got introduced to comedy. Whereas for me, it was being in, you know, going and watching the room and you'd watch a, the, the fascinating thing was to watch the headline and do 45 minutes at the end. And they used to do longer stories. That's sort of at the moment, everything's getting sharper and punchier. It seems to be the trend in the rooms.
2: And that's what's happening in music because mm. of the streaming services and what they're doing, artists are being told to do shorter songs because you're not hearing these Led Zeppelin, Kashmir, eight-minute or November Rain, Guns N' Roses style long songs. You're hearing these short like two minutes because, you know what, more people are going to be listening to your tracks because of the streaming services. You're getting more hits more mm. numbers, like, and that's that's a funny thing about comedy because you see on Instagram and TikTok how many like one-liners are just being thrown out there that need to be engaging that are going to get you followers and people that want to watch your special on Netflix or Stan or Amazon or wherever. And it's so important to be concise and just straight to the point now because that's your promotion. That's such a big part of promoting you as a stand-up comedian. Yeah.
4: Comedy. Which is which – is, the one thing I would say on that is it's interesting because, you know, now, like, I'll go after this. I'm going to do an, a comedy room in the city and you they, they film where I'm going. They film everything and they'll give you the clips. And often, like, I'll find that, you know, what works in the room doesn't clip up yeah. perfectly because f- for to get the audience engaged, you need to sometimes take a bit of time, pause. Beat, yeah. And then you watch it back and you go, oh, this as a clip doesn't really translate. So, so – Stand-up comedy, I will say, if you've watched any clips online or anything, go see it wherever you are. Go see it live somewhere. Just even find your local comedy night if a pub puts one on or whatever. Um, especially if you don't know the comedians. There'll be some crap, but there'll be something gold in there. <laughs> I'll like, be honest. Like, yes. it's the, the barrier to entry for open mic stand-up comedy right. is yeah. anyone who's delusional enough to think that they're funny. So you get people <laughs> who who aren't that funny. But it's... It, but you go along and it, cause no matter what, like you watch the, the best special, like, you know, on Netflix, your favorite comedian special on Netflix, you can watch it and you might laugh out loud like mm. a handful of times, but if you were in the room that night, yeah, you go home with sore ribs because it's a, it's a, it's a live yep. thing, which is why it's, it's sort of fun. And it, it is, it's hard now cause you, you sort of. Because of all these opportunities, you have you can't just be a stand-up. You've got to be a stand-up, a podcaster, a, you've got to edit, you've got to, you've got to be able to run yeah. your own social media machine, which I'm hopeless.
1: <laughs> okay, we need a break. Just before we do, quick question from the Gibbo.
3: Yeah, 21 questions to Barney. Uh, so, <laughs> look, I, I know, like, uh, people who play in bands and actors, they sort of have groupies. Does that exist in the comedy oh, world? hello. <laughs> no. <laughs>
4: um, not really. I uh, Mind you, I used to work – quite a bit with um so sam taunton who may you may have I know, was, yeah yeah, yeah from, he's on the project yeah. now a real good Whoa. looking kid real good Whoa. looking yeah. dude okay. and i remember talking to him one day he's like oh just hey you know when you you leave a gig and there's like you know some chicks in your dms about that was it the gig <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> sam that has never <laughs> happened mate <laughs> so there are i think individually some people get groupies and you i think some people get like, you know, you get fans that are, want to engage and will send you messages and that sort of stuff. But it's not like – I don't think there's anyone – also, there's no glamorous backstage limo waiting for comedians. It's mostly just, <laughs> you know, you're lucky if you've got a green room in half the <laughs> rooms you do, you know. Uh,
1: people Googling the image of Sam Taunton terrific, as we speak. Uh, look and feel your best with Perla Teas, premium teas without the price tag, Perla.com. We're very lucky that they have the great Andrew Barnett. Barney, he's going to take us through the next two and a half hours or so, Kirsty Stanway, the Beaver, they'll join us all the way from SENZ, Corey Parker from Fox League, and, of course, the coal miner, Shawnee Omrona, breaking back with more.
0: With AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotor by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN.
1: Yeah, let's talk a bit of sport, the run home with Joel and uh, Barney today. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Flex by Bluntson Stability meets the freedom to move. And footy live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxy. I saw that on the weekend. Looks superb. Uh, let's do this, shall we, Gibbo?
0: Time now for an NRL pre-season update. Make your own rules at any time. Fitness.
1: Yeah, we'll get into this in uh, more depth a little bit later in the program. But some good news for you Cowboys and you Cronulla Sharks fans. The Sporting Globe, Rabina and Logan, all sport live and loud. Download the app. For what's on daily. Now Craig Fitzgibbon. Who has been in the chair as a head coach. For just 12 months. Um, clearly he just looks an absolute tap in. To have a long future as a very very successful coach. He signed a new long term contract to remain at the Sharks. Until at least the end of 2027. Now the top eight this year. Very hard to pick. And one way I'm really skewing towards. Is who's coaching these teams. Who's the assistant coaches. I, I think that's a massive clue these days gone are the days where you can just have the best team and and uh, go and do well I, I think having the best coaches assistant coaches is so important well done Cronulla Sharks they've tied him up to 2027 the end of 2027 well done to the Cowboys this young kid who they say could have made it in basketball yet you can't believe this yet to celebrate his 20th birthday 17 tries from 23 games last season three games for Queensland dalian Rookie of the Year Scored in his Kangaroos debut during the World Cup. Who am I talking about? Jeremiah Nanai. They've signed him to the end of 2027 as well. So great signing for Cronulla. Craig Fitzgibbon tied up to 2027. Likewise, Jeremiah Nanai, the young 19-year-old with the Cowboys. He's tied up there as well. That was the NRL News update. You're welcomed at any time, Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals are. Thank you very much, April. The Run Home with Joel and Barney today. one 1170 to have your say. We'll catch up with Kirsty and the Beef. For all you New Zealand listeners, Double eight That's the number for the Kiwis over there. Double eight double three. Gee, that's a handy number. For us in Australia, 0457-736-736 is the way to do that. The Run Home with Joel and Barney today. All thanks to Hyundai, Blundstone and Foxtel. Now, uh, speaking about DMs. These are the kind of DMs I get from fellow listeners, uh, not the DMs that uh, Sammy Taunton's getting. Yeah. And uh, Mitch, Mitch from down there. Where's Mitchie from again?
3: Robinson. Mitch Robinson? from
1: Robertson. Yeah, Mitch from Robertson. Uh, he slid in. And he said, keep your bloody shirt on, sugar. And that was <laughs> replying to Nico Hines, number one in the NRL Rose Top 100 Sexiest Men Rugby League.
4: Now, are, cool. we talking, are we talking wet-haired Nico Hines or dry-haired Nico Hines? Because he's... He's a good-looking man either way, but wet hair,
1: well, over the top, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, the photo has Nico Hines with, it looks as though the hair has got a uh, fan in front of him. Oh, Bolton style. Yes. Mariah wow. Carey film Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Michael Bolton style. <laughs> Michael yes. Bolton. Exactly right. Keep the text coming through too. We'll catch up on those as well. Uh, what about this came, came across my desk? This is A-grade, delay-grade behaviour. So I've been watching Patrick Mahomes' uh, tweets and he's getting a bit cheeky, which is fine. I love Patrick Mahomes. That's fine. Um, but but just put the phone down, boys. They're, they're clearly Schindler's List, right? And <laughs> Juju Smith, who turned up with that ridiculous outfit to the Super Bowl, which is fine. They won, so six to go play on. He says this. He says, Juju Smith-Schuster, he says, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'll hold you when it matters most. And he's published a photo. I don't know if how well you followed the Super Bowl, Barney, oh. but he's published a photo of the guy who – The holding call? The holding call. Oh. Do you need to do that? You've won the Super Bowl. Do you actually yeah. need to do that for the poor bugger who's cost them the championship?
4: I like a bit of banter. Um, James Bradbury. You can't. You like you, there's sort of you got to win with a little bit of grace. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like I like the you know the a bit of bravado or whatever. That's just, that's the thing you publish like, like well that's the thing you say to him next time you come up against him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you start calling him Valentine's Day because he doesn't, <laughs> and he's like, what, what does that mean? Oh, well, you hold us when we, you know, feet. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we you. Need gotta you you got to be a bit sneaky about yeah. it. You can't be just publicly. And I guarantee you didn't write it. No. No, he's just – he's just some someone's going, oh, hey, you should publish – oh, yeah. Because, like, that's Photoshopped. There's yep. no – yeah, he's not he's not doing that himself. Like you said, he's shindless. He's yeah having a good time. So
1: What about the trickery? This this is where coaching matters. And I, I keep saying about the top eight, I'll be selecting on coaches will play a major part in it. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid is the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I know all of our audience don't love, as some call it, the gridiron or the Super Bowl or the NFL, whatever the case may be. But Andy Reid – they don't quite often wear the white tops, Kansas City, right? Yeah. But word has it that they wore the white tops because he knows that they wear the black gloves. Ah. So therefore a holding call makes which it easy. Would stand Whoa. out far more if you are wearing black gloves That's versus level. a white shirt. Wow. You know, where if they had if, if that player had to worn a white glove, it'd be so much harder to make the call, wouldn't it? That's genius. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he looks like... Does he look like he was a part of the supporting cast of Cheers, Andy Reid? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Andy Reid. Oh, mate. He I looks mean, so likeable, doesn't he?
4: He does. He just... You could see him popped up there and, you know, Norm's just said to him, you know what we need to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they wear white. You guys... You put black gloves on the guys and yeah. see how they go.
1: Yeah, well, Andy Reid today is <laughs> Norm. Andy Reid was asked today about how he celebrated the Super Bowl win once he returned to Kansas City. Ooh. He said, yeah... I went to Pizza 51. I got a mushroom and sausage pizza. How about that? And a salad just to make my chubbiness feel a bit better.
2: That's Andy Reid. Well, the funny thing is, you know how people dress up as their heroes or, you know, they wear, they'll they wear a jersey. It's funny, when you watch a um, Chiefs game, there is literally like 300 people that look exactly like Andy Reid dressed up in yeah, the crowd yeah, with the right. visor and the big like cellophane, uh, you know, Manila folder. And the big gart and everything. Yeah. Like, he's the most, like, lookalikeable person, if that's a word. The Steve Weiser. In America. Yeah. For, the, for the everyman, certainly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially yeah. in
4: middle
1: America. You're yeah. just like, you know what? I like beers. I like football. I look <laughs> like that bike. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. They'd love him there, wouldn't they? Uh, just on jerseys, Brooksy. Do they call them jerseys in, what do they call them? They're not singlets, are they, in the basketball? No, jerseys, yeah, 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 Jerseys, jerseys. Yeah. So this came across uh, Barney's desk, which got pinched. The top-selling jersey in Australia over the first half of the season for the NBL, NBL NBA NB, 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 rather, NBA. NB, 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 my apologies, yeah. NBA. Who would be number one? LeBron, Steph Curry.
2: Wow, Curry.
1: LeBron number two. Yep. Uh, Giannis.
2: Giannis and three. Yes, three. Does mm. that all
1: make sense to this point? Oh,
2: big Greek population in yeah.
1: Australia. I'd J- say, yeah, that's Jason Tatum. Four. Tatum.
2: Celtics, big, yeah, big fandom in Australia in terms of, yeah, a lot of you Celtics You know this game, fans. Barney, do
4: you? I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the swishes. I'm yeah. not uh, – <laughs> I've, I've been known to grab a board and go hard in the paint, but um, I'm, I'm not as tragic as yeah. Brooksy. The Professor and Brooksy are next level. When we used to do Sundays on Matty Johns and we'd be in there writing all day, yeah. NBA Finals was a nightmare for me because – It'd be on in the corner, and the professor would literally be mid-sentence and just stop and stare at the team. I'm like, mate, come on. We've got a, we've got a show to do here.
1: <laughs> Hopeless. I've not I've not been in the paint or in the key, so to speak, since I was playing under-12s at the Bathurst Community Centre opposite the jail. Uh, oh, nice. There, there haven't played over- Prisoner Rules? It since. Was it Prisoner Rules, John? Prisoner Rules. Yeah. Prison it's, Rules. That'd be cold to admit. Oh, to it to lose. <laughs> it Get certainly Get those was. giant going in the, yeah. So where I'm going with this <laughs> yeah. is uh, Jar Morant um, yeah. Five or Ja Marie, So what? hot right now. Yeah, so young guy. Okay. yeah. Number six.
2: Number six. I think for no. the exercise, I reckon you're going to go
1: Josh Giddy. Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills. Mills. Does that surprise you?
2: Uh, yes and no. Because he's been, this is his second season at Brooklyn. Mm. And Brooklyn have a trendy jersey. Yeah. And, but everyone loves him. He's well, so likeable
4: especially coming off the back of the Olympics. Like he was yes. the, the face, the emotional face of that Boomers side that uh, that got bronze at the Olympics. Like he was the the TV front, everyone loved yeah. Like if you didn't know Australian basketball, he was the image you saw. And then yeah. people going, oh, I might get into basketball. I'll follow, follow him. So that's – and he's the kind of guy like, you you know, if your kid's getting into basketball, Paddy Mills is the guy you want him to yeah,
1: go yeah. 100%. after. 100%. Yeah. I, I spoke to – uh the owner many years ago of the Australian bar there in New York. Yeah. Right. Champion fella. And uh, Paddy Mills would go there grand final day, wear his Broncos jersey, the rugby league grand final yep. day, and he was just a knockabout. They absolutely loved him. So anyway. um, ha- It's funny that you say Mills off
2: the back of that because Ben Simmons, right, same team. Mm. And Ben's the one with this future yeah. ahead of him. And Patty's like, seriously, he's waving the towels a la 2014. Remember he was doing it yeah, with the yeah. Spurs, just with the towel. That's what his job is at the Nets now. He's a veteran. He's more there off the field, off the court than he is on the court um, for his playoff experience, championship experience, Olympic experience, and then sort of to mind Ben as well. But, yeah, Mills, it just shows you where Ben is at in Australia at the moment in terms yeah. of popularity. Cheers the Because he, he should be top three.
1: What about this, Barney? So yesterday we had, and last week, by the way, Doug Gottlieb. Now, Doug Gottlieb is an anchor for a show at Fox Sports Radio over there in the States. Now, the major show over there in the whole of the States when it comes to the NFL is a bloke called Colin Cowherd, the Herd. Now, when he's absent, Doug Gottlieb takes the reins. So you're like the Dougie Gottlieb for Fletch. You take the reins, right? Yep, I'm in. So he's a major, major figure, Colin Cowherd. And we just had Doug on the show. And just as an exercise... And this is how I got to love the, the NFL. I'd listen to The Herd, not so much for the NFL, but he's a great broadcaster. So I searched up where we were in the podcast ratings, and you wouldn't believe it. We were oh. one in front of The Herd. So I screenshot it, and I sent it to Dougie Gottlieb, and and he was just bamboozled. I said, and obviously this is a, an Australian audience. Yeah, yeah. He, he hadn't factored that in. I said, <laughs> <laughs> and, and nor was I going to tell him. And I just screenshot it, and I said to him, please apologize to Colin for me. And he said, wow, he couldn't believe it. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> I think his view of how we're actually going yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, a little bit inflated. look up the U.S. rankings. Yeah. No. Just, just <laughs> send back. Like, keep at it, kid. You'll get there. <laughs> yes. uh, the run home with Joel and Barney on this Wednesday, to have you say, one three hundred oh one. 11.70 for the New Zealand audience. Double eight, double three for the text line. In Australia, 0457 736 736. The Beavers going to join us alongside Kirsty a little bit later on. So too Shawny Shawnee Omrod Sportsbet and Corey Parker to talk all things Supercoach.
0: With AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotor Flex by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM.
1: Yes, today, Joel and Barney, all thanks to Hyundai, Blunston and Foxtel. Plenty of news in Rugby League. This one, a big one for the Broncos.
0: Time now for an NRL pre-season update. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness.
1: Okie dokie. Here is the news according to the Broncos website, the Brisbane Broncos. Adam Reynolds completed yesterday's training at Twin Waters without issue. However, woke up with a tight back. Day
4: after Valentine's Day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) S B. Okay, let's just let's just think about this. Reynolds completed yesterday's training at Twin Waters without issue, before waking up with a tight back. Oh, I'm worried. I'm worried.
4: (laughs) It's getting to that
1: age. No good. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, that's fantastic. Grade three missionary. That's great. Uh, Kevin Walters, the coach, is taking a no-risk approach with his halfback ahead of round one clash with the Panthers on March 3.
4: Penrith. How do you enforce no risk if that's how he's done it? You know what I mean? Kevin, you can't watch everything.
1: He might have to do what uh, Robbo was doing for a while where they'd, they'd go to a hotel, like a camp, even though they had the home game. He, oh. may, he, he may need to do that. He'll find a way. Ahead of <laughs> round one. Uh, that's the NRL News update. Uh, you're welcomed at Anytime Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals are. 1-300-01-1170. one is the open line to have your say. If you're in New Zealand, the text line double eight double three in Australia, 457 736
0: AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel All Wheel Drive. RotaFlex by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN.
1: Now Barney Brian Fletcher. If you had Uber ratings for tipsters, yeah, he loves this guy. CS Seven. He said, boys, WBW, Ranwick Race Four, number seven jumps in about ten minutes. So do as you please there, punters. Uh, Do so responsibly, of course, but Brian endorses this particular tipster. And, uh, well, he tends to go okay. Anyway, all care, no responsibility, do as you please. Now, uh, I need to ask you this, Barney. NRL round one is almost here. And uh, we have launched, Brydon's Lawyers, your verdict. $2,500 up for grabs. Pick one winner in every round of the 2023 NRL season. For your chance to win... Now, if your verdict wins, you survive, get it wrong, and you are tata tatiana, western Webb. you're gone. Last person standing wins. Brighton's Lawyers, your verdict. Head to au. Now, Barney, have a look at round one. Who's your pick?
4: Oh, I got to... Look, this is an interesting one, because there's a few that you'd think... Uh, like, usually the Warriors, I'd be going against them, right? Yeah. But it's the Knights. <laughs> and I love my Knights, but... They're away in in uh, Auckland for the first round. So I'm like, eh, let's see how Kalen goes at six before I start putting them in the mix. I think it sounds boring, but I reckon Panthers over the Broncos. Panthers at home
1: over the Broncos. You just lock in early, nice and early.
4: Yeah. I mean, is this one of the ones where you can't use them again once you've done yeah, that? Yeah, I think, well, it should
1: be. I love that rule.
2: Survivor.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. Brooksy's nodding. He's actually got no idea, but... But you it's don't just, do That's it. just my thing. There's, <laughs> There's
4: going yeah. to yeah. be some good games this first. I mean, maybe the Cowboys over the Raiders. I know the Raiders have got some issues maybe going yeah. into the first round.
1: But, um, yeah, Xavier. But, Xavier Savage, by the way. So for Xavier people, Savage. I yeah, love what C- Canberra did uh, with the pronunciation. I don't know why it's taken so bloody long for this to happen. But, anyway, well done, Canberra. I think other teams like the Cowboys have followed suit as well. But his name is Xavier Savage. And he's going to be sidelined for, uh, I think, six to eight weeks. We'll see how that plays out. This is the run home with Joel and Barney on this Wednesday. Have you say. Open line 300 01 1170 for those in New Zealand. And we're about to go to New Zealand to speak with Kirsty Nabeeve, 8833. For those in Australia, 0457 I'm getting a lot of uh, jibes, so to speak, around Nico Hines coming first in the NRL Rose Top 100.